0: no idea when dev starts on this oh me neither is it now it can't be now there's no way wait it's coming up okay hold on okay places places
1: the history of film that battle oh, who
0: even the lights go dim from james Cagney to nosferatu, Hattie Hattie to Hattie Hattie nosferatu Hattie and stunts that, that shock you and, and dirty dirty tricks the to your Wings, to Top Gun, movie stars and no one's Brooke, manic, crazy fans that leave no, no, no real no. fun
1: Hollywood
0: is film history in Hollywood They chase the Oscar but it's all a sham Just like Shaq and Kazam
1: All your dreams can come true Film history, the history of film All of it made for you Good God, that was terrible uh, today we've got a thinner episode for you. We are missing one of our one of our uh, hosts over here. He's he's on assignment right now. He's doing some research. Yeah, he's, he's
0: he's off exploring parts unknown <laughs> <laughs> for uh, reasons he has not divulged with the yeah. uh, with the group. Uh, it's a secret. Yeah, he just said it's of it's of high importance, and uh, he, he said w-
1: something about the Illuminati.
0: Something about the Illuminati. Well, yeah. he's always talking about the Illuminati. He's always talking about the Illuminati. I don't know if this. Is related to that or not, or if he was just happened to be talking about the Illuminati and then he was like, Oh, I'm on assignment also. This episode so, is dedicated to Dev and the Illuminati. <laughs> um uh, he, he, won't, he said he's gonna be reporting in a little bit though. He yeah, said he's, he's gonna, gonna be like in. patching in some 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 notes from the field. Coming
1: to you live on <laughs> <Yeah>. location. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. So so look forward to that, uh, interjecting at um, at crucial parts of the yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah.
1: I love when news people do that when they're standing in front of a place and they say, "I'm standing in front of the lumberyard here," and it's it's always like I'm glad you're telling me, but it is it's funny. You never have to say that unless you're on the news. Like yeah, you would never I would never call you and be like, "Drake, I'm standing here in front of Hollywood Boulevard." You know, uh,
0: I wonder if that's a holdover from uh, radio etiquette. Like back when they were news reporters on the radio, like you have to paint the picture. It's like I'm standing in front of the strip club where five (laughs) hookers just got shot. It's like I wouldn't know that unless you said it
1: because you're on the radio. I'm standing here in the field watching the Hindenburg take off. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that went really bad. Remember that guy? Yeah. Oh, the humanity! Oh, is that where where we got that. Oh my God! Yeah, that guy's the one who (laughs) said it. Is a news reporter watching the Hindenburg do its first big thing. And it just fucking explodes, and people are dying, and people are falling out of the Hindenburg, and he's like, oh, the humanity! <laughs> he gives you a play-by-play. Like, each second that he is seeing it, he's 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 describing to you what he's seeing. You really? Know? Yeah, it's really fascinating. He's talking about, like, people like are burning
0: and falling yes. out. Yes! That <laughs> is. Horrifying. Yeah, and
1: now, now people are falling out. They're falling <laughs> to their deaths. I, I'm watching... I'm watching death in front of my eyes, all oh, the humanity. Was it a radio broadcast? Yeah, it was a radio. Uh, it was that's like, like ABC or something. shit. gotta be descriptive, yeah. 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 By so. the way, speaking of radio broadcast, we are Film History. The, the history, history of film. film. And I'm James White Scott. And I'm Drake Cummings. And uh, yeah, today we're gonna bring you kind of a chill episode. We are gonna tell you about the history of the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I was very curious
0: about this. I was wondering when we were going to get to it because I have many questions. Yeah, yeah. So, why is.
1: Yeah, why is. When start? Yeah, basically, uh, this was in the same ilk of let's give actors an Oscar just to shut them up. You know? Um, This was actually the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce saying, like, let's glorify this this town making uh celebrities i guess you know i it was it's interesting uh but i'm gonna tell you about it i'm gonna tell you why it's there and for those that mm-hmm. don't know or mm-hmm. maybe for some reason you've just never seen this this is uh <laughs> if you've never heard of this if you've never heard of this here in la in los angeles in hollywood to be more specific hollywood boulevard runs the whole stretch of hollywood boulevard is lined on either side on the sidewalks with star plaques dedicated to celebrities throughout history And it is uh, 2,700 five-pointed terrazzo and brass stars embedded in the sidewalks along 15 blocks of Hollywood Boulevard, three blocks of Vine Street. Some of them run up Vine, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The Walk of Fame runs 1.3 miles east to west on Hollywood Boulevard from Gower Street to the Hollywood and La Brea Gateway at La Brea Avenue. Uh, Plus a short segment on Marshfield that runs diagonally between Hollywood Boulevard and La Brea. And about a half a mile north to south on Vine Street between Yucca and Sunset. I sound like that SNL skit. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to take Yucca to Sunset to Hollywood. <laughs> I do think I've heard that one. Yeah. Hollywood and Vine, though, is considered like the, the, the main. Yeah. like I've
0: never heard of this other street that's got diagonal
1: stars. Yeah, yeah. The, I've never seen this. The Marshfield, Marshfield Way little segment. It runs diagonally between Hollywood and La Brea. What? Yeah, there's some stars over there. We haven't Weird. even seen those. I've
0: never seen those. Yeah. For five years, it's
1: kind of crazy. I've been here for 11 years, you know, and I've seen that's the thing. Uh, this this walk of fame, it becomes a thing where you're just so used to it, you know. I hardly even notice them anymore. Mm -hmm. But I mean, when you're walking down Hollywood Boulevard, I'm definitely looking at reading who we're Mm -hmm. walking on every now and then, you know. It really just gives you it, it makes your uh awareness. Less so that people mm-hmm. can just come up and rob you, you right? Know, yeah, you're too yeah, busy yeah. seeing who star it's you're too busy reading. On. Yeah, that's the mugger.
0: I will say, and uh, maybe this came up in your research. I assume not, because I just assume there is no rhyme or reason to it. The thing that annoys me the most is the stars don't all point in the same direction, right? right. So, like, you'll be walking, and some of them, like, if you're walking, like, from vine to highland uh some stars are oriented so that you can read them but others aren't but there's no rhyme or reason to it. it's not like every other star right or whatever like some are just flipped backwards for yeah. no reason whatsoever and it always bothered the shit That's out of the me cool guys man you oh know, cool celebs it makes it very like hard to read like <laughs> you gotta stop turn around there's no direction that you can walk down like you could read all of them like it's 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 And it looks messy too It's not like My ADD is like Really kicking in My OCD is like Really just like Why would you do this to me (laughs) Um, Is there any rhyme Or reason to the stars No
1: I haven't found Any rhyme or reason to that There are There's a bunch of Different stuff This is sort of like The academy Where like They had all sorts Of fucking rules Mm. And you know The rules have changed They change every year Like every year The rules change It used to be Like with musicians It would have to be A certain amount of records That you sold To even be eligible But then they realize they're like leaving out a bunch of independent people. So Mm -hmm. they change the rules there. And Mm. basically, this has become if you're a little bit famous enough and you've appealed to the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, who maintains this thing, uh, and you have basically like an investor that'll pay for it for you, Mm -hmm. you too could have a star on the Walk of Fame, you know. You do have to sort of lobby for it a lot. I thought it was two things. I thought you had to reach a certain, reach a certain criteria, and mm. then also you had to pay for it. Yeah, that's exactly, okay. exactly. Yeah, yeah, but, like, so I think... You didn't used to have to pay for them? No, you know, no, you always had to pay for them. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> and that's that's one of the things that a lot of people don't realize, yeah. is that you, those things you get paid for, not mm. usually by the person who's on the star. There, really? Yeah, okay. usually it's, like, some sort of investor. Whoever usually puts you up to get the star on the Walk of mm. Fame is the one who pays for it, I see. Which okay. is so funny. It's just another thing that huge rich celebrities get for free sponsored you know? yeah yeah that's <laughs> that's the other part in hollywood that you see a lot is uh, those really really rich famous people get everything for free right you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. they the don't use their the you are the less money you have to spend yeah exactly <laughs> exactly
0: um question though uh it was has the criteria to qualify for the star before you pay for it always been the same or has that changed
1: no that has changed as well that, okay. and there's different categories there were, it started originally with 4 that I'll tell you about today but Then we added one later for live performances, and that's like... Muhammad Ali got a live performance star that I'm going to talk about. Okay. Um, yeah. So who knows? They probably still are going to evolve. We'll have like TikTokers on the <laughs> Hall of Fame, you know, here soon. Yeah. We'll, well have a uh, little Huddy, you well,
0: know. <laughs> well, I well I always uh, I've, I've said this since I moved out of here. One of my main goals with my career is I want to be the first person on the Hollywood Walk of Fame with a game controller icon. Yeah. See. So I, yeah, I want. I, I assume at some point those are going to start recognizing game designers or Absolutely. game directors or the games industry and you'll have to add a star for that i assume it'll be like a controller icon yeah uh and i want to be the first person to get a star with a of with a, with a
1: games for representation. sure i could definitely see like jack septic eye getting like a star you know yeah or like I, Pewdiepie. pie or... i
0: hope it's reserved for actual game creators yeah not just yeah game for streamers, sure not just you know? youtubers yeah, yeah i do yeah. wonder if they're gonna add like an internet star at some point too yeah. like maybe a um like, a, a Wi-Fi signal or yeah. something for, like, the internet celebrity.
1: But, uh, you know, who knows? But let me tell you about how many fucking people come to see this thing. Now, this is pre-COVID numbers. Okay. So, but... Pre-COVID. Uh, Pre-COVID, you know, before <laughs> before the end. Uh, before the B- end BC came. before COVID. Yeah. <laughs> the Hollywood Walk of Fame uh, basically saw 10 million visitors annually That is more than the Sunset Strip, more than the TCL Chinese Theater, uh, the Queen Mary, and the L.A. County Museum of Art combined. Wow. LACMA, all those... The Hollywood Walk of Fame gets more than all those combined wow. each year. Yeah. Wow. Pre-Cove, like I said. Yeah.
0: Wow. I mean, it's also a little bit cheating. There's other things you mentioned you have to pay to get into. Yeah, that's very Hollywood true. Hollywood Boulevard is You street, just come look you, at the it. street, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I don't even actually know how they quantify that. Yeah. How many people are here to look at this If you go city. to
0: a restaurant on Hollywood Boulevard, did you go to the right. Hollywood yeah, Walk of Fame? Like yeah,
1: it's like you... <laughs> That is very true,
0: If you drive
1: by on your way to something else, did you go to the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah, so maybe that's just bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people on Hollywood Boulevard, though. That is for sure. I had to... I had the uh, curse of bartending on Hollywood Boulevard for a while. Mm. Oh my God! Where'd you work at? Uh, the Hard Rock Cafe. Oh, I bartended that's right. there for a bit. Yeah, <laughs> it yeah, was yeah. the worst, man. Really? The worst. Parking? Uh, parking was whatever. It was just that lot that we all park oh, okay. in for everything over there. Yeah. But mainly, man, the the tourists. Dude. Oh I don't. Yeah. Know, there's something different about Hollywood tourists. You know. No, no, no. They don't tip. (laughs) And it's a weird breed of tourism because it's like you're kind of here to see like a a sun-drenched city street that's full of just like diarrhea and homeless people, you know. Uh (laughs) It's like you're going to a zoo. Yeah. I want to see the man who shit himself.
0: It's like, shouldn't you help him? Maybe that's too harsh. Maybe that's
1: too harsh. But honestly, it kind of, you know, it is.
0: I mean, I wonder how many people come, like, and are just brutally disappointed.
1: Oh, I imagine most. I would imagine most. Like, luckily, I lived here, you know? So I was like, okay, thank God I didn't fly all the way out of here to see this, you know? But yeah, man, I mean, let's be honest. It's like... The, it's the Buffalo Wild Wings and the Hard Rock Cafe, and then I mean you get over towards you and there's like Musso and Franks and yeah. the cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. But no man, once you get to Highland, yeah, you're man. in. It's just like uh, you know Marilyn Monroe t-shirts. Yeah. And yeah like yeah. fucking. It's so I love L A. S- souvenir shops yeah, and stuff. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now I uh, one of the funniest. Uh, I don't often watch uh, too much late night TV anymore, but uh, I remember there was this one bit that I saw. Going around YouTube of uh, Jimmy Kimmel. That's the one right down the street from us. Yeah, yeah. He uh, like the Hollywood Walk of Fame is like one of the lowest rated like attractions like <laughs> in the world. Yeah, I can see that. And uh, he was reading some reviews about the Hollywood Walk of Fame of people who are brutally disappointed. And I remember the funniest one was one person said, "I saw someone smoking actual crack," <laughs> and he said, "What? You think they're going
1: to be smoking fake crack?" <laughs> Why well, wouldn't it be actual crack? Yeah. If you want to see someone smoke actual crack, just come and hang out on Hollywood Boulevard for like three days. You'll probably see a lot of it. Yeah. I remember the first time I saw someone smoking crack on, <laughs> on, in Hollywood was uh the,
0: the, 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 the metro station that's by the W. Yeah. Uh, I was like coming up from, I just taking the metro from downtown and getting back to LA and I was coming up and there was some guy in the corner, like in the, in that little tunnel, like that you sca- staircase that you get up to the surface. Yeah. He was just in the corner lighting up a crack pipe. Yep. And I was
1: like, Oh, that's yeah. That's Hollywood. And there's people here from like Korea, you know, oh. to see Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. It's like there, there you go. Let's there it pic- is. Just taking pictures of yeah. them. <laughs> Like oh, real crazy. It's so funny, man. There was a show Southland that followed LAPD, and it was like this really gritty like cop show. It was really mm-hmm. great. I loved it. But somebody got shot on Hollywood Boulevard in the show, and it was they mm-hmm. always ripped from the headlines. Mm-hmm. That shit really did happen. Like. Six years ago, somebody got shot—a tourist—and mm-hmm. the cops were like, "No, man, you can't fucking shoot the tourist. Like, nah. Come on, now—it's Hollywood Boulevard. Like <laughs> this place is one hair away from like total shutdown, destruction. Like anything—if any—when a major crime happens on Hollywood Boulevard, that's when you start to hear the, like, we're about to redo this whole motherfucker. You oh, know like, yeah. That's yeah, where you yeah, hear, yeah, yeah. like, we're about to rip apart yeah. all of Hollywood Boulevard and, and turn it into Disneyland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, turn
0: it into the Grove. Yeah, yeah which uh, supposedly they're doing, I don't know, COVID might have reset that. Yeah. But we'll yeah. see. I mean, uh, I'm not happy about it, but I will say, um, I if, if they're going to redo it at all, I would like to get rid of the cars entirely, but then you would need another. You would need to build another street somewhere to help right. with traffic. But if you're going to do that, you need to let me drink on the street. Yeah, that's the I thing. I need to be able to. Their totally. open container needs to be a thing between Vine and Highland. Mm-hmm. That's like the only way it that you. It should be could, already anyway. Yeah, it kind of, was it COVID, kind of was during COVID, by the way. Yeah. Those
1: bartenders were definitely like. Go ahead. And they still will. Yeah. You know, and also yeah, it's yeah. like,
0: I don't know, like open containers never really enforced on Hollywood Boulevard. Like as long right. as you're not being a dickhead, no one's really going to stop you. Yeah. But like, you know, it would be nice if it's like kind of almost like Vegas where it's like there's like bars like in the middle of the street kind of and stuff and and yeah. things. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's also kind of hard to enforce because it's like, all right. But after you pass Vine Street, then it's like the, the <laughs> container laws are there again. Wild West. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I it, It's like if they're going to redo it, I
1: want them to redo it to be more fun not to be yeah. more rigid so yeah by the way if you do come out here to see hollywood boulevard come out and see it but then just immediately head south to sunset you know that's yeah. go go see the sunset strip yeah that's definitely sunset worth strip seeing school. for sure uh we're sunset strip kids we like mm-hmm. we like uh you know the whiskey a go-go and all that but hollywood boulevard cool.
0: i think it's a bad rap it's like it's you know it's it's also like
1: it's gritty in, 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 a, in a real way, you know? Yeah, for sure. This is the real LA. Yeah, don't take pictures with Spider Man unless you have some money in your pocket. Oh, yeah, you're, you know? you're actually obligated to give them money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Once you take a picture with those guys, say no to the CDs. They're never free. No, never um, take a CD. Never take a CD. Uh, don't um, buy weed off of them no. because now it's fucking laced with fentanyl, by the yeah. way. That's, that's been going around Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah,
0: there's and there's dispensaries that you can go and yeah, pay a little right bit more there. and get yeah. premium weed. Right even there. if there's no
1: fentanyl in that weed. It's like also (laughs) bum weed. Like (laughs) now, not saying that I haven't bought weed off a guy on Hollywood back in the day, but that was that was the pre-fent days. Yeah.
0: Never buy any sort of hard drugs off of a corner. No. Because uh, spoiler, that man doesn't care if you live or die. No. He knows he's never going to see you again, and so you being alive
1: doesn't affect his bottom line. Yep. I mean, dude, I'll I'll (laughs) say your landlord man. Yeah. That's what happened. Drake's landlord died from fentanyl from street cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. If, if you're gonna if you're gonna indulge in party supplies while you're out here, uh, find f- find a friend's guy yes. who has no, a someone ve- who's lived here who has a vested interest in making sure their customers aren't dead yes. tomorrow. Yeah, a loyal drug dealer <laughs> to
1: one of your friends who's not dead. Yeah. <laughs> So, anyway, back to the CAG here. <laughs> Just safety tips. Just safety, safety tips. tips, for real. I'm not I, saying I, I've it, ever bought you know, anything no, for no, anyone. Yeah. I've never bought maybe, maybe buy a test strip at CVS while you're at it. I don't think know. they sell them there, but they should. They should. They should. <laughs> anyway, be safe. So Get high Mickey Mouse. <laughs> <laughs> so Mickey Mouse has a star. We're going to talk about that. So, I'm going to give you the categories here. The categories of stars. Categorization. number number a (laughs) (laughs) no i'm just kidding these aren't numbered but they should have been so there's the classic film camera and if you see that that means you know it was for film whoever this was was for film you know and then there's a television receiver representing broadcast television an old phonograph record representing audio recording or music it's like an old record player really cool and there's a radio microphone representing broadcast radio. And you got a few people with all of those. You know, you've got a few people who have multiple of these. Frank Sinatra has one for TV, one for film, and one for uh, broadcast, or music, I yeah, mean. Yeah, yeah. So there's, like, you'll see some people now and then with different categories, yeah. you know. Um the fifth one was added in 1984. Wow, that yeah, late? Yeah, that late. Yeah, wow. so this is a fairly new one, and it's the, the comedy tragedy mask. Mm-hmm. That yeah. that one is for live theater. Okay. That one's for live performance. Okay, yeah. yeah,
0: I figured. I For some reason, I figured that one would be... If I if I if I had a gamble on what would be added later, I would have thought it would have been television. Mm-hmm. I would have thought theaters. Like, oh, of course we did. No, oh man, to the you had theater. you had the
1: cheese TV going. Cheese you know, you got TV. Rod Serling out yeah. there getting his TV star for the Cheese Hour. <laughs> so you wait, know. when
0: did when did the, the Walk of Fame start to begin with?
1: That was 1960. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so later
0: than I would have thought. Of I know. Yeah, yeah, it's a little
1: bit newer than you think. Like yeah. it's weird to think in the in the 40s people were walking around Hollywood Boulevard and there was none of this. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Yeah. And, and, uh, and
0: why was it started specifically, just so like the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce could make more money?
1: Yeah, it was literally, they're permanent public monuments to achievement in the entertainment industry, bearing the names of a mix of musicians, actors, directors, producers, musical and theater groups, fictional characters, and others. And like I said, it's administered by the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce, and it's maintained by the Self-Financing Hollywood Historic Trust.
0: Okay, Yeah. But, but, wh- but why? Whose idea was this? The Hollywood
1: Chamber of Commerce credits E.M. Stewart, its volunteer president in 1953, with the original idea for creating a walk of fame. Stewart reportedly proposed the walk as a means to maintain the glory of a community whose name means glamour and excitement in the four corners of the world. So it was his idea. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was
0: kind of just like, and I like, what if we had a Hall of Fame, right? That we could honor all the greats, right? But yeah. on your feet.
1: Yeah, and I guess, yeah, exactly. On your feet. <laughs> That's Muhammad Ali's star, by the way. I'll just go ahead and tell you, it's not on the ground. It's on a wall. It's on the Dolby Theater. And he said, because I don't want motherfuckers walking on me. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. All right. You know. All right. All right. I mean, it was just, it was good. It was good. They did it. Yeah. And they did it. So cool. I wonder
0: I wonder how loony the request can get. <laughs> it's like I want mine in a seat on on, on the spinning of the sky. <laughs> oh
1: man, that'd be awesome, dude. I want a helicopter to constantly hover it above Hollywood Boulevard and it moves up and every day. This helicopter just like I guess it'd be a drone now, you know. But uh <laughs> so another chamber member and president of the Hollywood Improvement Association, Harry Sugarman, he received credit in an independent account. Uh, some people say it was his idea. It's the same thing. You remember we were talking about the Hollywood sign? The name Hollywood? It always is disputed on whose fucking idea it was. You know, that's that that's the way of the land out here. Yeah. It's like, if it, if you say it was your idea, it yeah. was my idea. Yeah. <laughs> but whoever came up with it, they formed a committee to sort of flesh out this idea. They hired this architectural firm to... Uh, you know, drafted up basically what it could look like. And by 1955, the basic concept and general design had been agreed upon and plans were submitted to the L.A. City Council. So, multiple accounts exist for the origin of the star concept. According to one, the historic Hollywood Hotel, which stood for more than 50 years on Hollywood Boulevard at the site, now occupied by the fucking Hollywood and Highland Complex. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah and the Dolby formerly the Kodak. I like the theater, but that Hollywood and Highland complex, man. Eh, that's where that's where it all that's that's, yeah, that's, uh, that's where it all went wrong.
0: That's uh <laughs> that's uh, the vacation. It's just a strip mall.
1: It's a strip mall. I mean, it's the fucking, you know, that's where the Sephora is.
0: Yeah, I like uh, the elephants, but they took away the elephants. Yeah,
1: they took away the elephants, man. Why did they take those away?
0: They're doing a whole redesign. Okay. Because apparently that's what needs to be redesigned on Hollywood. Is like, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, this, this this structure that's not even 20 years old, that they're just like, <laughs> we need to revamp this. So the elephants don't fit with the new design. I know. Yeah. Uh, if if we walk over there at some point, you can see like mock ups of what it's going to look like. Right. And the answer is not that different from what it already looked like. Oh it's probably a waste of a lot of money. I don't know how much it's going to cost to redesign that Too spot. Too much. More than we have. Yeah. More than we should be spending on <laughs> a thing no one really
1: likes or cares about. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we should like fix the road. <laughs> you know, like Hollywood Boulevard feels like you're driving in fucking like I- Iraq, <laughs> you know, like in the desert. But- <laughs> oh, my God. But, so, the, the Hollywood Hotel, the, uh, cool as shit. I wish it was still there, but it's not. It's a big strip mall now. They had uh, stars on the ceiling of the Hollywood Hotel, and it would basically be, like, a star on the ceiling above, like, a booth where somebody famous would sit. Cool. And they still have that to this day, the star booths in all the restaurants around yeah. here. Like, you know, I, I was talking about Hamburger Hamlet star booth where the yeah. Rat Pack used to sit, you know. Yeah. So, they kind of say the Hollywood Hotel started that, and that's what's in, that's what inspired them to put the stars on the mm-hmm. boulevard as well. But Sugarman, the man who said it was his idea as well, he said that it was from his Tropics restaurant that he owned, there was a drink drinks menu which featured celebrity photos framed in gold stars on the menu. And he says that's where it came from. <laughs> but I, I doubt it. I think it's probably the Hollywood Hotel, you know. <laughs> or
0: it was probably just stars. Yeah, the you know Bro, dude, I had this idea. (laughs) You know how like there are movie stars? Right dude. What right. if we like had real stars for oh, this whole fame thing? It's like dude. a metaphor. Yeah. But on
1: your under your feet. It's like literal. It's like you're walking <laughs> on a metaphor. That's what Hollywood <laughs> Boulevard is. <laughs> walking, walking on a metaphor. Walk, oh, man. That's the, that's the book I'm going to write about Hollywood <laughs> Boulevard. <laughs> that's <laughs> it's it the name of this episode.
0: Honestly it just seems like something that's so obvious as far as design-wise that you could easily claim it came from a bunch of different places. Yeah. But, and it might have It might have been like, hey, you know how we're in Hollywood all the time? We just see stars everywhere, and there are movie stars. Yeah. Like, Why don't we just do the
1: thing that's happening in at least two other places right now? <laughs> Dude, I kind of wish it had been the original iteration in 1956, the prototype that they came out with for the stars. Mm-hmm. Every star was going to have a caricature of the person that it was honoring. So <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard would have just been like... 2,700 funny faces. pictures, cartoon faces of celebrities. That's really funny. Yeah, but basically, they were like, that's way too hard. Yeah, you that's know? way too much. There's a lot of uh, yeah. a lot of caricatures, especially yeah. they didn't even know how many it was going to be at the time. Right, yeah. You it's know?
0: like, there's not going to be more than like 10 of these. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, by March 1956, the final design and coral and charcoal color scheme had been approved. Between the spring of 1956 and the fall of 1957, 1,558 honorees were selected by committees representing the four major branches of the entertainment industry at the time. Mm-hmm. Motion pictures, television, audio recording, and radio.
0: I, I wanted to question the radio one. Mm-hmm. Now, would you know when the last time someone's gotten a radio one?
1: No. I mean, they got to give one to Charlemagne. Uh, I, Howard Stern yeah. I think has a radio yeah. one recently
0: I, I is uh, Joe Rogan probably deserves one just I mean of the impact that's
1: the interesting thing though it's like will they consider podcast radio well
0: if you don't then they're never like the ra- radio's dead yeah like r- you know television. yeah charlemagne's
1: the last one yeah. he, he even he, even he he knows it you know yeah, he, yeah. like yeah.
0: It, it's you know like there's not really gonna be radio stars going right. forward podcasting is exactly the same as radio. Yeah. is the exact same thing. Oh, it absolutely is. So, like, if you're not going to give it to podcasters, I don't know who, who the
1: hell you're going to give it to. They should. They yeah. should start giving... They should give one to us. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're over here talking about them. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. All right, I'll stop <laughs> talking shit about them. How about that? <laughs> no, it's just... I haven't said... Yeah. You know, I haven't talked shit yet. No. It's just funny to me yeah. that they did this in the first place. Yeah. You know, it's yeah, just... Yeah, yeah. It was so much money. I mean, I guess it was the 50s, so maybe it was a different L.A. for sure, but it was just funny that they were like yeah let's do this I mean I don't
0: know like a lot of industries have their hall of fame like there's a rock and roll hall of fame for sure in front of the
1: stadium you got statues of yeah Yeah. to
0: me this isn't that weird to me this isn't as vapid as it might seem that's true like again like just the radio one like that's such a dead medium like you're gonna have to update what that means yeah Um, on top of adding more stars at some point but I don't think you need a whole new star for
1: podcasters right you know and you already did have like you know Gromman's theater he had been doing the handprints in front of the theater already for a long time Mm, Uh, that's right yeah so i mean you kind of did have already hollywood boulevard was having stuff on the ground stuff on the ground (laughs) and this was also back in the time where you would actually see a fucking celebrity on hollywood boulevard that's true you know they actually would (laughs) they were still they'd hang around or out around here oh my god they don't anymore this
0: isn't hollywood boulevard but it's close so uh you know that 7-eleven that neil lives right next to yeah saw Jeremy Renner in there the other day. What? Yeah, Jeremy Renner was just in that 7-Eleven. Yeah, that's crazy. For (laughs) some reason, I can see that. And apparently, he goes at 7-Eleven like at least once a week. What? So either he lives or he's working around there. Jeremy Renner's got an album
1: out If he has know, He makes <laughs> I His whole career I was actually I'm a big fan of Jeremy Renner But I'll yeah. never forget that yeah, <laughs> I'll yeah. never forget his <laughs> singing Just scooby bobs. He deserves a, a, a Walk of Fame star Just for that one <laughs> That one song That one part of that one song uh, Scooby-Doo scooby <laughs> um, The bum to bum Man
0: Uh <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then also apparently um, uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather was used to frequent that Seven Eleven too. What?
1: So they're still weird. They're still around. Yeah, in, in pockets. That's weird. That's like uh, the I don't even know if it's still there. But the coffee bean on the corner. It was Robertson Boulevard and Santa Monica Boulevard. Mm-hmm. I think that was gone. Yeah. Oh well, that yeah. one used to be. It was like being at CAA. Like oh, yeah, if you st- if you stayed there for like four hours, you would see. Half of the celebrities in town. That's cool. Yeah, it was crazy, yeah. man. There's some hot spots, but Hollywood yeah. Boulevard is not one of them. No, 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 no. I don't think I've ever seen anybody of note. We gotta bring it know. back. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I have. So I saw this is I I'm gonna count this because it's it's Vine Street, like it's still the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Mm. Um, but you know that Asian restaurant on the corner of Vine in Hollywood. Yeah.
1: I saw uh William H. Oh, Macy yeah. there. Yeah, that used to, that actually, yeah, that was pretty a hot spot. Yeah, for a he while. was like
0: leaving waiting for his valet, and yeah. I was like getting into shameless at the time, and I was yeah. like, holy shit, it's yeah. fucking it's Frank Gallagher. <laughs> actually, like I walked by and I kind of said that like I was like, oh shit, it's Frank Gallagher, like to myself, like yeah. no one heard me. And he didn't acknowledge it, but he did smile. That's awesome. Um yeah. and then uh this I'm gonna count this one. It wasn't an organic, like I'm on Hollywood Boulevard. This guy just happens to be here, but I went to an independent horror film festival that was happening at the Chinese theater one time, Yeah, you know, not the, not the actual Chinese theater, but the THL Chinese theater thing. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger was leaving a, a a a, like a showtime as I was going in. And again, like he was there for the film festival. So it wasn't like, it was a super, you know, um, private event it was like anyone could buy a ticket for this yeah, it was like it was like a, sure. a very low caliber like it's just indie film festival yeah but you know he went he went to one of the showings i saw him in passing yeah so i'll no, count is those. True.
1: and you'll see him. and of course they have the oscars at the, oh, right. at the theater yeah. on Hollywood. but literally it's funny for those of for those that don't live here when they have the oscars on hollywood boulevard they close it down for like blocks, three blocks in each direction. Yeah. They close down the entire boulevard. They put up huge fencing, and like yeah. you cannot get in there. There's security, cops.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's it's they, intense. And uh, um, I, so I I bar backed the Oscars one year because I was doing catering for Wolfgang Puck, and Wolfgang Puck's had the contract for the Oscars for years. Yeah. And uh, but in order to get us to the Chinese Theater, they bust us in from the Paramount lot. so yeah. You have to go park at the Paramount lot, and then they bust you in. Yeah, and like going driving down Hollywood Boulevard to get to the Chinese theater, it like it looked like you were driving into Arkham Asylum, yeah, because they yeah. have these giant like chain link fences with machine up. guns. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, but they <laughs> have these kidding. giant chain link fences up, um, and like the, the 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 bus has to enter in from like a security gate that's set up like down on like Vine Street. And as you're driving through, it's it's again you're the only one on Hollow Boulevard because they fenced it all off. Yeah. But there's these giant stone slabs <laughs> up that the bus has to weave yeah. around. And I was like, "Why are the stone slabs there?" They're like, "So no one can like drive like just drive a car through to get to Chinese Theater." Jesus. So it's like literally feels like you're entering like a prison grounds or so like crazy, man. yeah. It's like feels like you're driving to Arkham Asylum. It used to be
1: back in the day, it was like you could just stand on Hollow Boulevard and watch them all go in. You know, I mean, back yeah, in the day. No,
0: now you. You still, the public can still see, but you have to get a ticket. Yeah. The tickets are free, but you have to like apply in advance right, and stuff. Right. And I think they do security checks. They you put you in stuff. like bleachers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The bleachers yeah. around the red
1: carpet. Yeah. yeah. So I used to just smoke cigarettes behind Hard Rock and watch them all go in. <laughs> really? You know? yeah. Oh wow, so it wasn't that long ago that there was not
0: as much security. Well,
1: I mean, if you, I worked at Hard Rock, so mm-hmm. I was out there. Literally, uh, I was like, I work here. I, I right. this is the smoking section. You okay. know, yeah, and they were like, yeah. all right, cool. And yeah. Uh, yeah, we used to smoke in the right in front of the entrance to the theater uh, in that enclosed area. Oh, it's like, it's cool. like basically yeah. smoking inside and like yeah, Chris yeah, Evans yeah. is walking by. Yeah, you know? yeah that's cool. Yeah. Um, but anyway,
0: uh, one last Oscar story. Uh, when I was bar back in the Oscars, I was working the service bar. So uh, basically, like it's such a well-oiled event that like once you set up, the ba- thing basically runs itself. Yeah. Like all the drinks are pre-made um like uh, they don't really do custom drinks i'm sure if someone asks they'll make one but typically just like these are our three cocktails that we're serving pick one of these you know right and stuff so like we need to come and like refill the tanks but like we had we, well, we had just like massive batches of these pre-made drinks already made that we made before the show started. Yeah. And then like you just wheel out a new barrel to the bars every once in a while. And that's basically your entire job. That's awesome. So we, there was a lot of downtime and our boss is really cool, the boss for my group. And he we all had to wear earpieces to communicate and stuff and he was like if you guys want to we're not doing anything. He said we're not doing anything for us tonight. We've done our job and we're just here because we have to be in case something goes wrong. Wow. But nothing's going wrong. Right. So if you guys want to just like walk around the governor's ball, like you know, like Damn. the big the big thing that they have around afterwards. Yeah. He was like just just every once in a while put your finger up to your ear and make it look like you're like taking instructions and right. then walk off a of purpose to the other side of the room <laughs> and no one will question that you're no, not doing work. Not. Yeah. So we would just like we just we just got to kind of like walk around and like people wow. watch and stuff and like You saw everybody. Uh sort of. So um the
1: there's one a lot of agents and producers.
0: Yeah, the one thing I'll notice is uh for every person that you would recognize that attends the Oscars, there's ten people that you've never right. seen before. Because yeah, they're writers, sure. producers, agents. Uh, you know, executives, whatever it is. Yeah. So the actual like quantity of like actual recognizable face was small. But I saw Willem Dafoe and and stuff. But also, I saw at least at least thirty people that I could have sworn was Steven Spielberg. <laughs> Most people in Hollywood look like Steven Spielberg. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> A bunch of like old men with gray hair right. and like glasses. Yeah, <laughs> like, for sure. So yeah, um, like a suit that hardly fits for some reason. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. and none of them look like they want to be there. Yeah, no, they've been there for the past thirty years. Yeah, yeah, and they're just they're there for
1: optics before they go to the real party at someone's house. So, (laughs) but anyway. Back to the CAG. So, 1956, these committees all come together at the Brown Derby restaurant, which that'll be when we have another like just light episode where we need to just you know, if Dev's not here or something, I'll tell uh-huh. you about the Brown Derby. Brown okay. Derby was just a big restaurant chain in LA. You okay, know? it was, but it was like it was very. It was where it all went down. You know, it, there's a lot of spots like that, but the Brown Derby was one of them. Have they gone the way of the dodo bird? Or they're just gone? Oh, yeah, they're gone. Okay. Yeah, they've been gone for a while now, unfortunately. Was yeah, dodo
0: a real bird, or is that just like an expression? It was a real bird. Okay, yeah, okay. no uh, longer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> they just couldn't make it, man. Otherwise, we'd be having like dodo sandwiches. You know, There's no doubt about it. Like KFC would offer dodo bird. There's no <laughs> doubt in my mind. <laughs> we would have farmed the shit out of those little things. I think they were big, too. You know, a lot yeah. of meat on those bones. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of chicken sandwiches, or dodo sandwiches. A lot of those but, uh, the, So the likes of this meeting that took place at the Brown Derby to talk about this thing, it was Cecil B. DeMille, Samuel Goldwyn, MGM, Jesse L. Lasky, huge, huge producer, Walt Disney was in this meeting, Hal Roach, which was like... God, I'm trying to... He's like a Jerry Bruckheimer of his day. Like, he was this gigantic producer. Mac Sinnott and Walter Lance. These are the guys who met up at the Brown Derby uh, with, with the heads of the four, the four families. You know, family. Family. <laughs> so, Joanne Woodward comes up here. She is often singled out as the first person to receive a star on the Walk of Fame. Possibly because she was the first to be uh, photographed with it, though. That's basically the original stars were installed as a continuous project with no individual ceremonies. She was like the first uh, star ceremony, the first. Yeah, yeah. I see. Joanne Woodward
0: so um so there wasn't a first person to get a star not really just gave it like a thousand people yeah exactly oh, were some of those people already dead Were they just kind of like looked back at the history and they were like well this person deserves a star for like, sure we'll, we'll pick up
1: the, what what was the thousand you said yeah it was a uh, 1500 okay so, so yeah it was top, top 1500
0: people to ever to ever do it yep and then she was the first one to be sold after exact thing okay and what was what was there something particularly remarkable about her, or it was just like... a big
1: movie star? Okay, yeah, and uh she was the you know she was basically yeah just I think it just kind of worked out. She was like the first one that they decided to do the ceremony with. Okay, you know, again, a lot of this is lost to history because it was all just sort of like meetings at the fucking brown derby. Yeah, 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 and it was also. It was, it, it was almost just like this government project. You yeah. You know, like the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce is just putting in this thing. Yeah. And at first, it was just kind of like a cool, fun thing. Yeah. You know.
0: Was there an opening ceremony for, like, this the Walk of Fame in general? Or, like, not really? It was I think there... Just like, yeah. You'll get a letter in the mail when it's done.
1: This was it. Her ceremony was, like, the opening ceremony. It was uh, February 9th, 1960. The official groundbreaking ceremony held for the Hollywood Walk of Fame... And the first star to be dedicated on the historic walkway belonged to the actress Joanne Woodward, an Academy Award winner for The Three Faces of Eve in 1957. Okay. So this was kind of like the big thing in 1960.
0: Okay, but the other stars had already been there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. They
1: basically laid them all out, and then they had the the one for her. You oh, know? okay. Interesting. Yeah. Right. yeah. Right. All right. Yeah. Again, it was some Hollywood Chamber of Commerce shit, you know.
0: Which, I I mean, honestly, like, at the time, uh, who knows how big of a deal anyone even thought it was. Right. Like, if you're, like, an actor for a while and you're already kind of used to award shows and stuff, it's like, I got a letter in the mail, Hollywood Commerce
1: is putting my name on a star or something. I, I don't know. And it's super, like, top secret shit. No one knows the committee who's on the committee. It's like this mm. like supposed to be this like big secret who's on the committee so that people can't like, like lobby. Uh. You know? And it's so each year, an average of two hundred nominations are submitted to the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce Walk of Fame selection committee that no one knows who they are. Mm. <laughs> and anyone, including fans, and can nominate people, by the way. So mm. we could nominate someone We could anybody that we would want to nominate. We could, you know, we could just send it into them. Be like, I want. the guy who said, "Bing Bong." Yeah, you know. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> We should, we should, man. We should submit that guy. Nominate Bing Bong. Bing Bong. <laughs> uh, they can nominate anyone active in the field of entertainment, as long as the nominee or their management approves the nomination. Mm. So, I guess you, I guess it does have to be. <laughs> you can't just like nominate someone for a star and them yep. not know about it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But um, you know, it's still, it's still worth a try for old Bing Bong guy. Speaking, uh, well,
0: speaking of. Uh... Parts Unknown, I think we're... I'm getting I'm getting some static on the receiver here. I think Dev's trying to patch in some... Oh! Uh, I think Dev's trying to patch something in. Dev,
1: come on through.
0: Inside the Great py- so the pyramids themselves were not t- The Great Pyramids of Giza, right there on, the-, on the-, the others surrounding it, up and down the mountain. those Fascinating. Wow. Holy shit. No way. <laughs> 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 well, we'll hear from him again, maybe. <laughs> he's, he, maybe he's investigating the, the secret society that is the, the... He's just on Hollywood Boulevard right now. <laughs> just asking people, do you know who is you know, the committee?
1: Are you in the committee? <laughs> yeah.
0: You have to tell me if you're in the committee. It's yeah. the law. Important work, Dev. Important work.
1: <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> so here are some of those qualifications that you were mentioning earlier. You must have a minimum of five years' experience in the category for which you're nominated, which is interesting. Um, And I don't, again, that's kind of like, I don't know how you'd quantify that either. I mean, if someone came out, like, Pusha T comes out with an album every seven years. So, I mean, is he still considered active in those, I don't know, you know. Yeah. If you haven't done a movie in five years, but you're still trying to do a movie... Yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I guess.
0: Wait, so they have to have been active within the last five years. Yeah, or
1: they have to have a minimum of five years' experience in the category. Okay, that's yeah.
0: So I, I guess, so they don't have to be active. So you could be retired. Okay. Yeah, yeah I for think sure. As long, as, long yeah. as you've been professionally working. For if that you were, years. yeah. If
1: you did something for five years or like, yeah, yeah. As long yeah, as you're yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: professionally working, I think you can't just. You can't have one. Ra- if you're an actor, you can't have one radio special and then right. get a star for that radio special because right. it's
1: like that. You didn't. You weren't in that industry for five years. This also says. Uh, I mean, I guess it's a big plus, or it might be a requirement. You have to have kind of a history of charitable contributions as well. Interesting. Um, yeah. So I mean, I again, I mean, I don't know exactly what kind, but five years experience, mm-hmm. charitable contributions. Posthumous nominees must have been deceased for at least five years.
0: Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh,
1: at a meeting each June, the committee selects approximately 20 to 24 celebrities to receive stars on the Walk of Fame. One posthumous award is given each year as well. The nominations of those not selected are rolled over to the following year for reconsideration. I see. Okay. Yeah. So once you're nominated, you're kind of
0: perpetually nominated. Right.
1: You at some point will probably be. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of- Takes time, so there is a cap on how many they do a year. Yeah, yeah, and there was a stretch of time where I think there was like a six-year period where they didn't give anybody one.
0: Really? Yeah, I
1: think they were like restructuring the whole system. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Nowadays they do it every year, Uh, twenty to twenty-four celebrities to be exact. But only one posthumous one, right? One a year. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think that's interesting too. I mean, I guess I would flip that almost. I'd give yeah. like five dead people yeah. Or a 20 dead people one And one living person <laughs> Well I mean at some point you're gonna run out of dead people Exactly. Well at some point you're gonna run out of boulevard <laughs> Like I don't even know how this is still going this thing is uh, yeah. so fucking long already.
0: Well, they started like doubling up. Like now, there's be two stars next to each other and stuff like that. Mm. Uh, or uh, you know, di- like it's it's not just necessarily one star on the stretch of the street. <laughs> you are just
1: gonna put it on the street that you drive on at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're just gonna be driving over. I mean, there's
0: still plenty of space. There's still a lot of stars. And like the thing is, for for anyone who hasn't been. Um, you'll never go a stretch without any stars. Some stars just don't have any names on them, right? So stars are already there. So there's like still like a surprisingly a lot of space left for for there being fifty. Like how many stars are there at this point?
1: Twenty seven hundred.
0: For there being twenty seven hundred, you'd be surprised how much space there's still. Yeah, is. for yeah. sure, that's
1: very true. Oh, so also no, um, it's not a perpetual thing you get reconsidered so if you if you get nominated one year and you don't win they'll consider you again the next year but if you don't get it then then you get dropped and you have to renominate mm. so 2 years I see Yeah. Okay. yeah so and do you have to pay more money to be renominated probably. wow I would imagine so yeah mm. and uh, you must be renominated to receive further consideration living recipients must agree to personally attend a presentation ceremony within 2 years of selection if the ceremony is not scheduled within two years, a new application must be submitted. <laughs> ah, I like that. I yeah. like that.
0: You can't just be like, you can't...
1: Yeah, just put it over there. I'll, yeah. yeah. Y-
0: you can't be too pompous about it. It's yeah. like, oh, you want this? You better show up for it. Yeah. Or, or say something. Exactly. Better and give some kind of words. And a
1: relative, if uh, the deceased recipients, a relative must attend, which I imagine if they don't have any relatives, maybe it was just somebody that was close to them. Yeah. I
0: do know. Or you know. someone who likes them yeah like,
1: yeah know. and by the way presentation ceremonies are open to the public anybody yeah. can go watch these things yeah, yeah that yeah. is cool that's yeah.
0: cool Is there any uh, restrictions on how long the presentation ceremony can be or anything like that
1: not that i can see um no i mean not that i can see i guess maybe i should have gotten more into the ceremony itself
0: no i mean i doubt it's all that formal yeah i bet it's Kind of just like, yeah, I mean, make it as long as you want within reason. You right. know, don't give go up there and give a four hour diatribe. <laughs> and I'm assuming most of the celebrities don't want to give a four hour diatribe. They're like, I got 15 minutes I of would. words I wrote drunk last night. Yeah. And that's
1: that's all you're getting. I'd be like, it all started <laughs> when I was born. <laughs> <laughs> I would just do a film history history of film episode On about yourself. myself <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd give everyone a copy of it that's know, very funny at the ceremony if you want to hear this again yeah. you know <laughs> yeah that's really funny um so
0: but also if uh, so can you be nominated for more than one category at the same time? Oh, I'm sure. Okay. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, in, yeah. come back tomorrow
1: but, for my speech on television. Yeah, you probably got to pay for both of them. Yeah, though. yeah, you Come back tomorrow do. for my speech. On, tomorrow, I'll tell you about my history. You got, like, another 10 pages written <laughs> out for it. It's like, tomorrow's a real doozy. Tune in. <laughs> no one's there. It's like, damn. But uh, you probably have to pay that fee. By the way, the fee, as of 2020, the fee is $50,000 wow. for a star on the Walk of Fame. Uh, payable at time of selection. It is collected to pay for the creation and installation of the star as well as general maintenance of the Walk of Fame. The fee is usually paid by the nominating organization, which may may be a fan club, film studio, record company, broadcaster, or other sponsor involved with the prospective honoree. Uh, For example, like Dennis Hopper, the Star's cable network, Paid for his for its series crash that it had at the time. Okay. So sometimes it's like a promotional thing. Yeah. You know, okay. we're doing a show with this guy. Let's give him a star and yeah. have the ceremony and he's connected to us. Cool. You know? Okay. But also, that's so crazy to me. Like, it's just so funny to me that they don't pay for them, you know, yeah, which I guess if, yeah. I, you would never have anybody do it, really, if they had to pay for it themselves, I, would I mean, I don't
0: know. I'm sure sometimes they do. I'm sure, like, if your ego is big enough, you, you want, you know, $50,000 is a drop in the bucket to most of these guys. It's like... Oh, hey, absolutely. I hey, get a star 50K, no problem. <laughs> yeah. I have a funny story about this. So, um, I, I, at the time, this was right before, this was before COVID, this must have been 2019. At the time, Carrie Fisher didn't have a star. She still might not. I'm not sure. And there was this uh, this woman going around Hollywood Boulevard dressed as Leia, like. <laughs> and she was uh, she would come up to you with like a clipboard and like you know like a bucket for you to give money and stuff. And she'd be like, "I'm campaigning to get Carrie Fisher her star."
1: I remember that lady.
0: I'm trying to raise money. To give Carrie Fisher her star, that's right. And me and my friend, we were like kind of like we weren't really in a hurry. We were just like talking to her for a little bit. Like we didn't have any money to give, but like or wanted to, but like we were talking to her for a bit. And uh, my friend, she was like, "Yeah, like I'm I'm looking for a job. How did you get this? Just like this is some organization you're working for or something." She's like, "Oh no, no, I'm working independently." She's like, "But it's a pretty sweet gig. I pay myself twenty dollars an hour (laughs) to raise money for Carrie Fisher." Okay, so. When you donated money to this woman, you're giving her money. You're giving her money every so. every, tw- every every hour, whatever <laughs> twenty uh, every, everything she's made up to twenty bucks goes to her, and then whatever surplus she has actually supposedly goes to this pool of money to get Carrie Fisher a star.
1: Hollywood, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like
0: you're, this this woman's trying to raise fifty thousand dollars. No way in hell are you gonna do that panhandling on Hollywood Boulevard. And also, I mean, it's pretty shady to be like, yeah, this is money's for Carrie Fisher, but also But also for me. This is money's for me. <laughs> <laughs> Cause let's be real, is she really making more than twenty bucks an hour asking people to donate money to Carrie Fisher? Oh my god. And dude. also and also, also 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 How much of that money goes to Carrie Fisher at all? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if you're sitting there at the end of the day and be like, oh well after my after my pay. I only made
1: $15.
0: <laughs> is that really going into a piggy bank that says Ford Carrie Fisher, or is that going to the
1: bar? <laughs> that is going straight into the arm. <laughs> <laughs> So. All right, but that's uh, that's where I'll leave you on part one. I know this is just it's, it's a super chill episode, man. Uh, that was part one, though, for sure. And when we come back, I'm going to tell you about some of the alternate star designs that they have as well. And then I'm going to tell you about some fun stuff that has happened on the Hollywood Boulevard when it comes to uh, some of these... Some of these were very controversial, <laughs> and a few of them even got destroyed. Oh, God. Yeah, okay. yeah. Whoa. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah. I know I'm at least about one of them. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh,
1: I know. You know exactly where I'm going with Okay, this. cool. All right. So that
0: was part one. And uh, in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram at Drake Cummings, on Twitter at Drake underscore Cummings, on TikTok at Hollywood Drake. Uh, I just put out a, uh, a really... Uh, positively reviewed comedic short i'm really proud of you can find that on my instagram IGTV, or on youtube at drake cummings uh you can check out my merch store at raging20smerch.com it's a 1920s 2020s inspired
1: uh merchandise line yeah and it's me dev brother (laughs) I, i don't i don't know how to do a dev impression but you can find me at sailor dev Love that guy, man. I love that guy. (laughs) And you can find us at Film History, (laughs) The History of Film, or FHHF Podcast on Twitter. And you can find me either at Jimmy Deloy or James Wyatt Scott, but you can also find me smoking some very real crack on Hollywood (laughs) Boulevard. And that's been Film History, The The history History of Film.